0: Oh, man. Welcome into the Waver Fire podcast, bonus edition. We have another interview with a good friend of mine. Cyrus is in the house. How's it going, man?
1: I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Also, that intro
0: song, Very Fire. Thank you, dude. That Yeah, where did it come from? That beat hits, doesn't it? It does. That's a that's a longtime high school friend who uh, dabbled in music, and and I went to him, and he said, "Here, try this on for size." And I said, "Yes, that's what we want right there." Oh, uh, it really sets the tone very nicely. Thank you, dude. Let's get yeah. into it. So, Cyrus, we've brought you on. I, I talked to you, you know, off the pod that I had interviewed one of my other good high school friends who had pursued ballet. I hope the listeners listened to that pod with Carl. It was fantastic. It was completely off the cuff. I was just so jazzed to to hear about the ballet as kind of an industry and as like a sport instead of as a viewer. And so getting that inside Mm -hmm. scoop, and I was just thinking about who do I know who has done something similarly wild and interesting? And I said, wow. Cyrus used to do pole vaulting I think and I was just like that is just one of the most wild things that I that is correct right we're, we're on the right page here
1: that's yeah I did pole vault in high school and in college
0: Fantastic. So at least, all right, <laughs> because uh, honestly, sometimes I confuse it with long jumping and I can't remember which one you did, but I'm, I'm glad that we're doing the right one. All right. So, so we're, we brought you on because I think that honestly, most people in the world think about pole vaulting and are probably, at least in America, are familiar with what that is, um, but, but completely ignorant on, on, on anything other than a superficial level. And so, you know, I wanted to kind of probe you a little bit, get your experience, you know, maybe relive the glory days a little bit, Cyrus.
1: Okay. That sounds, (laughs) yeah, that sounds great. Well, maybe uh, where, what do you, what's, what do you know about pole vaulting or like, what's your impression?
0: Fantastic start, Cyrus. That's exactly where I was going to lead off. So I, I see myself as the everyday man the commoner, if you will. And what I know about pole vaulting is basically two things. The first thing I know is that it is in the Olympics, the summer Olympics, and that the Olympic ladies are typically some of the sexiest women I've ever seen in my life. Maybe because they don't wear basically anything when they're pole vaulting. It's also a kind of semi erotic sport just by nature. Mm -hmm. And and <laughs> and then second is, is I do know that my high school, which is a rural, you know, Alabama town uh, of a decent size high school, but nothing, you know, whatever large had a pole vaulting at least set up in their track area, which always I just saw that. And, yeah you know, as a as an obese uh, high schooler. I basically avoided the the whole track area, like the plague. But when I saw that, I was like, "Jesus, really?" There are people that I thought that that was just something that really like crazy foreigners did for the Olympics. I did not think that you know homegrown Alabamians would be you know vaulting oh. themselves up into the air. So those are that's basically all I know about pole vaulting.
1: Yeah, well, I think so far that's like. Pretty accurate. I think the foreigners are not really good at it, but I think that today's world record holder was born and raised in Louisiana. Let's fucking go. America up. He represents Sweden in the Olympics. God damn it! Yeah, I know. One of his parents is Swedish, and uh, I don't know exactly his psychology there, but... uh, he chose he chose to represent Sweden at the Olympics.
0: You know, to be fair, this is a little off topic, but the way that America steals the world's talent, happy to give one back, you know, yeah. happy to to spread the love because, yeah. you know, the whole Olympic thing is a little a little wishy washy in general. But anyways, so Cyrus, you know, talk me talk me through the very beginning. How in the world did you even get into the sport? Yeah, I used to also think
1: track was like a very bizarre way to spend your time. I was like, who who chooses to do track of all things and like how do you even get into that? And I definitely had that impression for a long time. It's like, yeah, running that sounds quite boring <laughs> and painful.
0: Damn.
1: Yeah. And then the and field stuff was kind of just like a throwaway thing. They're like, oh, ah, yeah, there's some field weird people throwing heavy balls and stuff like that. So I definitely was in that boat. And it was like very sudden. Like when I was a small child, my parents put me in gymnastics. I did gymnastics, like uh, at Gymnastics Unlimited in Columbus, Georgia. Nice. Represent.
0: Good name drop there. They'll sponsor yeah, yeah.
1: down the road. Yeah. Gymnastics Unlimited. Uh, Doug Doug Jones, head coach. He's the wow. man. Uh, as far as I know, he's still running the place. Damn. Uh, but you know, when I was getting like into eighth grade, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do this anymore. Cause okay. I was like by far the oldest guy on the team. It was like a kind of a small program and I went to do like some other sports. Fair. So when I told the coach look like when I go into ninth grade, I'm not going to do gymnastics anymore. He's like, you know what? You should pole vault. Wow.
0: Doug yeah. Jones, instead of being like Cyrus, I'm, I'm disappointed in you. He says, you know what, Cyrus, I get it, brother. Let me get you into another little, that, that's fantastic. What a, what a good role model there.
1: Yeah. It would have never occurred to me. I and mean, he was just like, gymnasts often make good pole vaulters. If your school's got a vaulting program, you should try it out. And I was like, I
0: didn't even know what pole vaulting was. Wow. First off, love that it shortens to vaulting. That, that's a really oh, nice yeah. term. Second off makes sense. Flexibility, key, I'm sure. And mm-hmm. strength, of course. And, and that's so that's so nice that he had been such a good role model that when you heard that, you weren't just like, fuck no. What, Doug? <laughs> you were like, sure, dude, that sounds chill. So, yeah. okay. So you got the initial kind of spark. Keep yeah. going. Give and me a little taste.
1: You know, I'm surprised that your school actually had pole vaulting. Uh, cause that, like, uh,
0: I'll try I not to take that offensively, but okay.
1: Because uh, like my, so I transferred high schools. My second high school didn't have pole vaulting. Shit. They, they didn't even have a pit. The when pit is you, the big mat that you jump into. Right.
0: When did this, you transfer? How much do you think a pit costs? <sighs> wow. So, I, so are we talking about outdoors? Are we talking about something outdoors? Yeah. It's an
1: outdoor. It's like a big foam mat. Uh it comes with like those big uh tall things mm-hmm. to hold the crossbar. It's got like a little
0: you know, from your tone, I'm gonna try to aim high. Yeah. And I will guess fifty thousand dollars.
1: Oh, that's like maybe I let it on a little bit. <laughs> I think it's like I think maybe like twenty grand, which for like a high school is that's a solid.
0: That is, yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. For like a sport wow. that like maybe one kid's gonna do, you're gonna throw like 20 grand into it. Right. Yeah. So a lot of schools like they just don't want to pay for the pit, and each pole, mm. the poles themselves are like four or five hundred bucks. Goodness me, which like for, yeah for a high school that's that's a lot of money.
0: So you go into a pretty hu- obscure sport. You go into ninth grade, you yeah. discover that that your first high school does have it. Yes. And what is that like? You just say like you go up to like the secretary and you're like, I want a pole vault.
1: Yeah, I, you know I don't. I don't remember actually how I got into it, but the, the coach was like a very memorable coach Lynch. Coach Lynch. Chico, his, his first name. I don't know what his legal first name is, but he was <laughs> Chico Lynch. Wow. That's and a, that's a
0: pretty dynamic last name for the deep South.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was very deeply Southern. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. He, okay. His, his, he had a catchphrase, his catchphrase. He'd be like, "How about you now?" Like, <laughs> that's fantastic. That's then, so encouraging. Yeah, the, and the correct response is like, "How about it, Coach?" Yes, sir. Yeah. So it's like it's <laughs> a lot of fun, a lot of energy. And so he's you like
0: go a, to him, and you're and like, he's like hey, a man.
1: pretty, he was like the you know, like a quote unquote like good coach for like the region for such a small and niche thing. He was like a, you know.
0: A good but, coach for like a very old fashioned style of pole vaulting. But, but he, he must surely not have been the, the vaulting coach. He, he must have he been the, the, track, track, and field. Yeah, the yeah. track and field, but he was, he, he wasn't one of those coaches that are like, I don't even know what that, go have fun,
1: go, don't yeah, kill yourself. Think, yeah. He spent a lot of time vaulting. Cause I guess it was fun and there oh, were shit. not that many kids on the track team. Okay.
0: It was a very small team. And he was like, Hey man, you know what? For you to make it to the team, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to compete. Yeah, or or, or do some sort of training, or it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. nobody else wanted to, so you're on the team.
1: Yeah, it's a high school sport. There were like two of us only okay. uh, it, on the uh, that were pole vaulting, and the, it was like a normal high school practice. Like you do some exercises, you practice some jumping, get familiar with the pole, and practice clearing some bars and stuff like that. Uh, but so, it's, like so not, it's not very competitive, like in in like the whole region, there are only
0: two people and they're both from our school. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's like extremely easy to qualify for anything. All right. Well, we'll we'll get to that in just a second. Let's rewind back to this kind of how you just get your bearings. So coach yeah. says, OK, you're interested in that. That's chill. Nobody else really wants to do that. You're on the team. Yeah. Um, how do you <laughs> even because you see the these Olympians? And and you're right, there is a kind of safety pit, but there's plenty that could go wrong if they fucked up. That's true. And and like, how does that start? Do you just start kind of like, just kind of like going over like a little five foot thing that, I mean, how do you even start flying up in the air?
1: Yeah, so you, you start with like a very low grip on a short and stiff pole. Okay. So you'll just like hold a pole as high as you can and maybe like one fist higher than that. So you're starting pretty small. You're not jumping to the pit. You're like jumping into like a sandbox. I see. Uh, And it takes a long time to build up to it.
0: Mm. Like I remember my
1: first day, you know, when you look at the pit, there's these two, they call them standards. It's like the vertical pieces that hold the crossbar. Standards got it. And I was looking at the standards. I was like, oh my God. I wonder if there's like... (laughs) anybody in the world who can like jump higher than the highest mark on the standard
0: oh dude i thought you were going to go lower i was like i don't know anybody who would go over the lowest bar
1: <laughs> oh yeah i'm yeah. So, saying well, i was thinking like in the world right right i right, just right. had no concept of this like i mean did i even have youtube back then to even look and
0: see what the good call i think it was just starting to kind of build up there in the 2007 yeah. 2006 yeah, range so this was been two thousand and four, right? Four, good call. Yeah, that was that was probably yeah. right chocolate before rain. the YouTube. It might have been online, but I don't I don't know if it, it was dark. It was the dark ages back it then, was, for sure. It was like purple rain and stuff like that. It wasn't like <laughs> you mean chocolate rain? Or chocolate purple rain. rain. Yeah, yeah. Rain. okay. I was like purple rain seventies, brother, or maybe shit, man. I think it's eighties actually, but yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's incredible. So you start kind of building up your rapport yeah. with the pole itself. You become, you know, the pole becomes kind of like your rifle. Like that's your best friend, yeah. and and like they, you said that you know the poles can be some money. The school provided some initial training. This,
1: the, yeah, because this school had a pit, had poles, like Legit. had it all. And I was like, nice. we made. Yes. So I, I mean, I learned a lot, but like, uh you know, the thing about pole vaulting this happens with a lot of sports but i think it's like especially pronounced with pole vaulting where it's like the more people do it the more they improve like the optimal technique right yes like you like think about like oh like tennis you play tennis for sure you do you know when the two-handed
0: backhand was introduced it was it was late in the game i would say that it started you know i think jimmy connor's kind of started getting it underway in the eighties. It's bananas. So that's late. hundreds of years of tennis play
1: for sure. Yeah, without knowing that this is like an awesome thing to do.
0: I mean, there's even while you'd think that's such a simple sport of hitting the ball back and forth with each other, you know, it would be kind of figured out by now. But even in the last couple of years, there's been strategic, you know, mix-ups and stuff. So oh, you that it, yes, absolutely. And sports, you're right. Sports are always evolving. It's even more fascinating, honestly, that a sport where it's essentially a stick and you're flying up in the air. Also, would revolutionize in in technique over time, but yeah. tell well, tell me that's because that's because the stick changed over time. Yes, you know they get those material changes. Yeah, lighter, stronger, whatever. Well, actually, bendy is was the real bendy. Business. Good call, good call. Because like you know, in the old days,
1: they used to use like I think I don't know if this is rumor legend, urban legend, but like apparently I heard they used to use like bamboo. Wow. In the like early 19. 19- I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, Damn. And then like aluminum,
0: which is like very light, but also very stiff. Yes. That's hardcore. Yeah. So tell me about, do you remember the first time where you, you know, you and your coach or whatever you guys put, what, what's the, is it called the crossbar at the top? That's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. The first time that you were like, all right, we're going to put a crossbar up there and we're going to try to get over that. Do you recall that first time? uh it must have been like
1: at practice okay and then they have like you know the standards are up there and then they have like extenders to like lower them lower than the bottom rung nice so you had extenders yeah, yeah okay. extenders to lower to the kind like, of you, like it's yeah. like six feet or something like high jumpers
0: can jump higher than this okay so you start <laughs> okay that's what i was thinking yeah. but that's still that's still cool i i yeah, still yeah. enjoy that and and you know, I guess you, you kind of, at some point, maybe the first time you, you got over that and, yeah. and you just, and, and, you know, you mentioned YouTube and technique, were you even like, did you, I guess, even care about like how well you were doing, or was this something that you were like, I, I got to go do this after school for like an hour and then i oh, will be. No, I was pretty stoked. You got into it. Oh yeah. I think like, cause the,
1: this coach had like, had just graduated a kid who he coached to lead like a, he jumped pretty high. Wow. He jumped like 14 feet, uh, which is like pretty good for a high nice. schooler. And uh it was like a
0: school record. And I was just like, I got to beat this guy. That's sick that you're, that you're following in the footsteps of a, of a pretty solid competitor. Yeah. Yeah. And even more so that you took it as motivation. I would have probably been intimidated and been like, eh, well, he got it figured out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's It's
1: good coaching. Like the coach is very encouraging.
0: And it's like, once you see the coach do it, you like really believe in them, right? I mean, you know, athletes can only pray to have a coach with such a good catchphrase. Like that's, that's yeah. just, that just adds so much. And that's so cool. So you start kind of working through it and, you know, ninth grade. Do you recall, uh, like, your first competition? You mentioned that there's mm-hmm. that there wasn't any other schools in your division that had the sport, though.
1: Yeah, like, I, this is true. I distinctly remember, like, the regional competition, which, like, the top two will qualify for states, but there are only two people
0: competing, and they're both from our school. Mm. So, so your like- school would have been – your school, like, your track team, track and field – would have competed with other schools, yeah. track and field, but then you would just do your sport and, and nobody else did it. Is that yeah. how it worked out? Yeah. And your your school would have automatically gotten like 10 points for it or something like that. It's yeah. It's, it's such a scam. Okay. Okay. And, and I guess that gave your school a pretty party <laughs> advantage over the others to have a uh, free but it, the
1: rest of the program was like quite small. There are oh. plenty of other events where my school didn't, it was like a
0: oh. pretty small program. There are other events where they didn't enter anybody. Wow. So like you're the pole vaulting section of your track and field team. Like they, they relied on those points, even though you got them for free. Yeah. It was big. Like the the whole program is like not that competitive or serious. The whole track program overall. How was the, how was the kind of cultural vibe? Because I remember in high school, you know, my tennis team, even though it was essentially an individual sport, you know, you go out onto the court by yourself. And then you come back, you're still a team similar to track and field. And and honestly, I, I kind of, um, you know, I, uh, that team really was essential in kind of getting me out of my shell and kind of turning me into a bit more of a socialite. And it was great. Was it kind of an important friendship thing to you? Or was it just like, you know, you go do your sport, say, Hey, what's up to people. And then it's kind of, you're out. Uh, definitely like in
1: college it was a really cohesive team that was like very important socially. Mm. But I think the high school teams that I happened to be on just were not like that.
0: But the, I, my college
1: team was like extremely, uh, yeah. Cohesive socially.
0: So you, so you kind of work through and you know, that first high school, at what point did you transfer to that second high school? Uh, yeah, my sophomore year. Sophomore. So you only got one year under your belt for, with that coach. I know. I, Damn. It's such a bummer. That is and harsh.
1: Then, and in the new school, they used to have a pit, but it was in like a public park, and it got like destroyed and vandalized by the you know skaters, various skater.
0: Yeah, exactly, skaters. Damn it, man! Yeah. God oh, damn it! Pen. So they, <laughs> and then the pol- they had no poles. Well, that's that's messed up. But to but for <laughs> you to for you to have done it in college, you must have kept going somehow.
1: Yes, yeah, so I like. We like went around and we like, my coach, like asked other coaches, there's like a coach in LaGrange, Georgia, wow. who like yeah. had some old polls and, and my coach is like, yo, can I get some like secondhand polls? Like my budget is kind of small,
0: but like my kid needs a pole." That's so legit, man. This guy not only like takes you under his wing at the school, he says, Hey Cyrus, I know you're transferring. Let me hook you up. Or, or did you continue to take lessons from him?
1: No, this is, sorry, this is my new coach did this. Oh, the,
0: the new coach was like, hey, I'm sorry, we don't have that sport, but I'm going to try to get it for you.
1: I'll get you the pole, but like, I can't help you jump because I don't have a pit.
0: That's badass,
1: man, that he's willing to get you some goodies though. Yeah, yeah. So he got some budget poles, which I learned <laughs> later, which I learned later. I was like, look, I, what I need is like a, I forget the pole length. You can choose whatever length pole you prefer. Right. And I was like, I
0: need like a 13 foot
1: pole or something. I don't remember mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: And wow. Then, By the end of your ninth, you know, your one year of training, you were going over 13 feet.
1: Uh, oh, no, not yet. When you're not as good, you don't jump as high as your pole. OK, gotcha.
0: Gotcha. When you're elite, you jump higher than your pole. When you're like beginning, you don't quite get as high as your okay, pole. OK, I'm with you. I'm with you. But still, that that seems. Yeah. OK, gotcha. All right. And he says, you know what? You can have oh. this 10 foot pole. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And, <laughs> and like I learned later.
1: At some other random meet with some other coach I was talking to from some other school. It's like, oh, yeah, let me see your pole. It's, it's kind of bending weird. And I, it turned out that the, they had sawed off a larger pole. They just sawed the bottom to make it the link. Whoa!
0: Oh. <laughs> I was going to say it sounded like it was maybe a little broken. It was intentionally broken,
1: it was sawed off to be the correct link so the other coach was like, I was like, I don't understand how to read these numbers. Cause like the poles have like all this right. like, specification on the top. That's awesome. And I was like, this says like, you know, 14 or 15 or something, but like, obviously this is a 12 foot pole. And then he's like, yeah, but it was definitely a 14 foot pole and it's manufactured.
0: Oh, so shit. the inspector is like, you can see they sawed it off here. Oh my God. And that's, yeah. that's allowed at the competition or you had to like keep that on the hush. I don't think the competitors don't care, but like the, Everybody should be worried about,
1: you know, a teenager's safety. safety.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would think if these, I, I mean, what we mentioned materials, what are modern poles? Be? Are they like solid plastic? Is that what it is? They're either
1: fiberglass or carbon fiber. But
0: I mean, I, how can you saw fiberglass and retain its stability and strength and stuff? That seems wild to me. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow and you and you kept vaulting on that
1: uh yeah for uh just as long as i had to but then i was like look coach like gotta help me out here like we kind of got screwed
0: i'm a little surprised i mean obviously i don't know much about your family but i'm a little bit surprised that you were you went you didn't go to your parents and say hey i'm I'm getting kind of serious about this can i get a, a poll for christmas or something or whatever birthday or whatever yeah i think i could have maybe, but. Uh, I don't know. Eh. <laughs> I guess, Coach. If you can get it from Coach first, that's chill. So, so yeah. he was like, "Okay, I'll hook you up with an upgrade." Yeah, that's so tight in like a new, a, a brand new pole, a good new pole, a good new solid pole. That that's he so never dope, man. Yeah. That's so dope. My tennis team uh, at high school, I can't think that they gave us anything. I guess maybe they gave us tennis balls, but and and I. I don't even think they like gave us gas to like get to the events. I think it was like, all right, you drive, you know, your car to the event. We'll see you there. Like there was no, there were no funds, And I don't even think we got jerseys. We had to buy our own, uh, you know, jerseys or whatever. It was, it was very low budget, but uh, that's so cool, man. So, and, and where did you, did you clean up that skater pit or did you go somewhere else? No Chico Lynch. He's like, look, I can keep coaching you, but
1: you're going to have to pay me for private
0: lessons. (laughs) oh bro <laughs> i know you can't that, really. <laughs> damn chico had that backhanded like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna hook you up on that new school and knowing in his head that he's like he's gonna be crawling back to me for my pit baby and, uh, god damn how much did he charge per hour do you remember uh
1: i don't remember but it was a lot and Shit. i i only did it for like a little bit of the first season mm-hmm. and then i was like just can go on no longer this guy's it's like a it was across town It's expensive and it's just like this is unconscionable this i recently running practice he's already running practice with his own kids absolute bullshit and like yeah it's like it's, yeah
0: anyway at the same time was this new high school in the same division as leech no. Lynch's? no so you weren't even a competitor no wow bro no. you just, know i look i recently looked, wanted the cash i guess i can't blame him I mean, it's a high school, you know, track coach. They they don't get paid much, brother. So I get it. I recently looked into private tennis lessons. They charge oh, 70 dollars $70 an hour at the place yeah. I looked at, which to me was just like what? Yeah, that is absurd. I would never routinely. Anyways, that's a, I'm not going to get on my soapbox for that. So, so you work with Lynch for a little bit. How did, and then, well, and then what you, you say like, I'm not going to pay for this. Did you find something else? So like there's a,
1: a, no, one of the high schools that was like much closer to my high school got a huge grant and built to build a brand new track and they got a pit. Uh, And they are like a lot nicer about it. They're like, we'll let you come here, but you got to coach our kids. (laughs)
0: Bro, it's, like, so she, it's
1: such an obscure sport there's nobody at the entire the hardaway house <sighs> but
0: there's nobody in hardaway that knew how to coach pole vault so like as long as you teach our kids the pole vault you can pull vault here cyrus i knew this conversation <laughs> was going to be interesting but man the levels of deception and it's fantastic this is this is yeah. wonderful so you how did you even hear about this new school like your coach was like hey i heard over at blah 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 yeah. there. i gotcha he's plugged and in and so you were like, sure, I'll, I'll train some kids my age in pole vaulting yeah. Yeah. and, and how many, uh, were under your tutelage? Uh, there were two, one from the other school and one from uh, my school. That's sick, man. That, that is yeah. fantastic. And at this point, you know, this is your second and you, I assume you did it 10th through 12th Yeah. and you kind of just kept progressing. And, you know, yeah. I guess, uh, at that point. Did you kind of have, do you have like a specific moment or memory that kind of is again, like a, a glory day moment that you, when you think about it, you were like, oh man, that was, that was my, that was my moment that I did a really good vault or like, it was just a really fun uh, tournament or something or oh yeah, what's like, what was like, what was it like your star moment or maybe that came in college? Yeah, I think there were definitely, there's definitely a couple in
1: college and the high school one. was just it was nice like the state championship uh was really nice there's like usually it's like a pretty tight community of pole vaulters because they're kind of like i don't know they're like you know the black sheep of the track and field absolutely block yes everybody else is like running and you know doing stuff and the pole vaulters are like kind of like this weird creature and so like usually pole alters with pole walters from
0: other teams will have more in common with each other than they do with like the other track athletes from their own team. For sure. For sure. I mean, I feel yeah. weird just even being online with you right now. It's, it's yeah. like a, a different animal is talking to me right now for sure. <laughs> but that that's awesome. So at state championship, you go and, and there were a few other competitors. It was like a solid competition. Yeah. yeah. There's like a, you know, this like guy who we were like about,
1: evenly matched oh was, shit a rival a rival i don't know if he even knows or cares about me but I, it was like but a big deal did. to me i was like i gotta beat this guy oh shit! i can't remember his name now but i was like i gotta beat him and be exactly tied oh
0: how does that even yeah. so so how does that work when you go to a competition is it like you have like three jumps to do your best or something so like they'll just set
1: the bar usually there's like an opening height it's like oh today we're opening at nine feet mm-hmm. Uh, and every athlete can come in at whatever height they prefer. So like, if you're really good, you're not going to waste your energy
0: at nine. You're like, I'm not going to come until 11. Oh, so you just sit by while the kind of plebes go. If you're, if you're good. I feel that. Yeah. So you're, uh, so you start the competition, you know. You so like see- at
1: every height, they'll set the bar. Everybody takes a turn jumping. And if you, you get three attempts at that height to click. Wow. Right everybody gets three attempts at each height yes
0: so it can be quite long if everybody good third god attempts every time. <laughs> yeah so it's at, let's say it's at nine feet you yeah. miss the first two or what i don't miss you yeah. fail you fail your first two <laughs> and you hit the third and you then you climb up at nine six oh my god <laughs> i mean i guess the idea is that if you if you fail twice at nine you're not what, what are the increments is it half a foot or uh six inches yeah yeah okay so so i guess the assumption is you're gonna probably fail the nine and a half if you fail twice at night so i guess yeah it would be rare that somebody would routinely like fail twice get it and then just keep you know whatever like be taking his sweet ass time or whatever because yeah. as you said you'd be getting tired too yeah i got gotcha. you you know that's a good that's a good point i didn't even really think about the physicality to be honest like after a vault is it like you're like gassed for like a minute like it was no. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's so short. It's like yeah. so short. But you kind of like sprint up there. Yeah. And kind of do like a He-Man moment of of kind of, you know, crunching yourself and flipping. And I don't know, it seems like a pretty good exertion I guess to me, but it's just really short. So like you'll be winded for like 5 or 10 seconds,
1: but it's I not see. like it's like you, then you look at your teammate who just finished running like two miles
0: as fast as they could and, mm. and just like gas. It's like a different, I see all together. And so for that competition, yeah. you said that you guys tied. So it kind of kept incrementing. You guys both tried it succeeded, but then the next one you were not able to succeed. That's
1: right. And I usually see. the procedure procedures, then they look at how many misses you had at the height that you cleared. That's fantastic. So it's like, look, you guys both went out at 13, six, but you both cleared 13, but like, oh. Cyrus made it in one attempt and you made it two attempts. The so Cyrus would win,
0: but we, did had, exactly, you? we had exactly the same. The whole oh, way and there's yeah. not a second tiebreaker. That's it. Wow. And, and did you guys, did, did other competitors do better than you? Yeah. I think we tied for third. Are you tied for third. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I see. In state yeah. championship. You, I don't even know like tennis, it would be like there's a trophy for the winner, but there's no, like, medals. You Would, would you get a medal for your third place? Uh, Cyrus, you don't lot. even remember? Don't even remember? How, you were just so successful. Eh, a medal. <laughs> it's, it's just another, you know. Well, what I remember is the t-shirt.
1: <laughs> the, the coach like, bought us a t-shirt of the thing. And I fucking love that shirt. He bought it.
0: Wait, what? The coach bought you a shirt at the state championships?
1: They have these like commemorative T-shirts every year, and the coach really? is like, "Oh, I get one." Like, yeah. And he got all the, the all of the team one. It's just the ones who qualify. It's not a very strong program, so there's just two
0: two of us. Oh, I see. So it's not there's like, like your team qualifies; individual athletes qualify. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So it's like I
1: qualified for pole vault. We had a, a really talented distance runner who qualified
0: for mile and two mile. Huh. So, so when you would do your kind of high school versus high school competition, you're, you're building points to qualify for state as an individual. Yeah. And at state only, only will count the people who happen to make it. Oh, I see. The
1: team aspect of track and field is like kind of a force fit. Actually. I didn't know this until college. Right. Because there's a European guy on our track team. And he was always commenting on how bizarre it was that the Americans get so worked about the team score and and track.
0: I see. He's like, in Europe, we have like no such concept. I thought you were gonna say he kept getting fed up that the rest of the team sucked, and he was (laughs) like, (laughs) "You guys are bringing me down." (laughs) (laughs) This is a whole concept like we like was foreign to him, literally. Inter nicely done. That that's that's fascinating that you qualify to state as a as an individual. I'm sure honestly that that some of my teammates at, at you know tennis would have loved that versus having yeah. you know because it was it was very top heavy at my high school. Uh, like one person was very solid, the rest of the team pretty pretty damn bad. So that's that's very interesting. Yeah. And and so you, third place, you kind of you tied that guy, your rival. Uh, you know that's you know in the next life cyrus it's good it's uh you You can be at peace with that ending i guess that's what's up man how about you know well i guess we'll get into the college days but any particularly i mean i guess you you kind of still hold a little bit of a little hate in your heart from that moment a little bit but did you have a kind of like a (laughs) did you have like a (laughs) like a dark moment where you like you either like fucked up big time and it really stings that you still think about like god damn it i could have had that was it the same moment or same Uh, moment kind of a love-hate relationship i had like kind of a tantrum on on the field like did you uh... what what is that like you like started
1: bitching out somebody Uh, i was like just kind of like you know loudly like kind of grunting at myself. And I was like, it, it's not a very tiring sport. So I was just like really amped up. You know, I, yeah. condition, you get really amped. Oh, for sure. And like a lot of sports, you get to like burn that energy. I guess tennis is like this too. Like everyone's like breaking their rackets
0: and shit because they have so much energy. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. There's a lot of, there's no patience and there's yeah. a lot of energy. So you would be like, God damn it, Cyrus. Yeah. yeah. Just
1: like, you know, punching the ground, you know, like punching stuff. the ground. This is like
0: not that weird to do like in a locker or something like that, but it's like in the middle of yeah. a track like. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you take your pole and you like smash it against your knee and break that shit in half. Oh, if only I was that strong. <laughs> Just teasing. Wow, man, that's tough to have the tantrum there. Was that senior year? I think, yeah. Oh, senior state championship, man fuck me man Hey, third at states is is very solid cyrus that's oh, i mean i'm not honestly
1: not trying to be modest at all it's just such an obscure sport it's like, yeah you can be very middle of the pack and be
0: third in state do you do you remember <laughs> what what height you got to uh that it was 13 13 even 13 even which was that the- my best
1: my best was 13 6 which I-
0: oh man you had hit 13 6 before no. the competition
1: no. oh buddy that does hurt it hurts. You mm. always want to do your best, you know, at
0: the big show. But. Of course. Oh man. That's, yeah. that's pretty painful. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for reliving that with us. We, we, have, we have console, you know, console a little bit. Yeah. sympathy. <laughs> oh man. So, so let's talk about college. So you, you finish up your high school was, was pole vaulting any part of, I mean, you went, I know that you went to MIT and so obviously like, you didn't go to MIT for its pole vaulting team. It was, or did you? It was a perk. I mean, no, really. it was nice. It was, I was excited for it. So, so there were like a few colleges you're looking at, you know, some, maybe some other Ivy league schools. And you were like, you know what? MIT has a better pole vaulting program. I don't think it would have made a difference. Okay. It, it was nice. Wow. And so when you did like an initial tour, you, you kind of asked about that. You were like, I want to see that shit. Oh, for sure damn yeah, actually when i was like a like the
1: preview stuff like i i figured it was like before accepted or after accepted they like have like a you know you like tour the college yeah i toured i toured with the pole vault team and i stayed with like the top you know pole vaulter on the team in his dorm and stuff like that and he like wow to, I like went to a
0: meet and stuff wow uh, yeah, yeah, that is intense i had yeah. no idea that it meant so much to you that you would because how long were you there for that tour you just had a couple days like, yeah we can and and you spent the entirety of it with this pole vaulting team yeah like fuck looking at the engineering school or whatever that's that's whatever it's kind of when you say it like that it's like kind of weird but yeah that's wild to me and the and the best of the best like took you under his wing that weekend yeah it's like recruited you yeah. recruited you yeah and and did he i i guess you know going into it like were you were you thinking that you would be able to get on the team with your skills at that point or you were like mm, i'm yeah, gonna yeah. have to like That's okay like the point of the trip yeah
1: What is your so trip they like so, 13, 13 they were they like 13 13 6 they
0: wanted 13 6 would have put you like where in the to, in the the kind of pecking order there do you recall uh like
1: at that time, maybe like yeah, maybe like a, no. That Greg, Greg, the guy who's hosting he was jumping like in the fifteens. Goodness. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And actually by his senior year, which was I think my first year, my second year. Yeah, he was going like into the sixteens. Wow.
0: That is yeah, what's really good.
1: And just for our he's for... skinny, he's a skinny guy. When you look at him, you're like, this guy does not look like an athlete. And then he takes <laughs> a pole, and he's like 16 feet, and you're like, oh my god.
0: So I guess maybe you're kind of long, and is it long? You want to be kind of tall, or or you height know, doesn't. The kind of the classical
1: thinking is okay. The god of Paul vault is a Ukrainian. He was Soviet and then Ukrainian guy Sergei Bubka. Mm. He's like the legend, the pole vault, the legend. And I'm pretty time, sure
0: I'm. Um, is that is that that's not the world record, but it was maybe a long standing world record? It was. That's right. I'm pretty positive I've seen that vault. So I'm picturing who you are. And he was not a tall guy, if I recall. He, I think
1: he was like 6'2 or 6'3. Oh,
0: really? Okay. Yeah,
1: sorry. Yeah. That, that's like quite 6'2, tall. 6'3", like 180. Okay. Wow, I mean, this, he's like Goodness. a specimen of a man.
0: <laughs> we, hey, it's an erotic sport by nature. I, yeah, I get yeah. it, man. It's it's fair. You know that's. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, on that note, not not on the eroticism, but just on the the fandom. You know, it's it's so interesting because obviously tennis. Even tennis is, is a bit of a fringe sport, but you could watch, you know, Wimbledon on, on ESPN, but pole vaulting it's from, from my perspective, it's essentially the Olympics. And then you'd have to like go out of your way to catch it. And, and did you like, did you pursue, I mean, obviously we just said, it's kind of pre-YouTube. Did you kind of like, I don't know, did you ever see any other like professionals doing it live or anything like that? No. Okay. Okay. Basically it was not
1: until like probably like, yeah, my third or maybe my third or fourth year, I saw like some D one athletes doing it, but not like, not like
0: top. People. Yeah. And when the the Olympics rolled around, was it like you you kind of you kind of checked the schedule of when pole vaulting would be on, yeah. and you would dive in and, and be like, damn, yeah, you would. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so fantastic. So so you start. MIT, and, and I have to imagine, like, I mean, going to a new school, going up north, all of that stuff, obviously, a you know, a difficult school, and to still have the time, you, you started your first year, you were part of the team your first year, freshman yeah. year, and, and how did that kind of bake into your kind of school life, or whatever, like, was it practice every day, and? Uh, yeah, so, like, in
1: the snowy places, uh, I didn't know this but in snowy places they do indoor track in the winter oh indoor pole vaulting okay indoor pole vaulting which used to be a separate sport i think like in the last like year or two converged them again so now there's like a single you know record it's, it's the same event but they used to actually measure them separately they'd be like this is the indoor world champion this is the outdoor world champion." well
0: i guess with wind wind resistance it's kind of a, a different play Slightly, yeah. Slightly. I think they decided that it's like similar enough. Now they converged it again. So when you were competing, it was separate. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So you guys would do indoor, indoor. during the winter. Yeah. And then when it's summer, it's like oh, swapping sports, guys. Yeah. Now we're outdoor. <laughs> this is bizarre. <laughs> That's fantastic. And and how was it like? So did you did you stay in like a the athletes' dormitory or
1: or? That's uh, no, all. Like, kind of mix. It's just like two hours of practice like during you know in season it adds two like a lot of structure
0: three, to your day which is nice two hours of practice every day yeah wow that's that's pretty intense it was a commitment for sure mm. and you did it all four years or however many years you were at mit yeah four wow that that is incredible and i guess through those times uh, again kind of similar to high school any uh specific moments that you're like specifically proud of or you think about and you're like that was, that was very dope. That was the moment I did yeah. well, give us a little taste. A little taste.
1: So like this, the MIT team, this, uh, the head coach was like very, ext- ext- can you still hear me? Yes. Uh, my headphone is making great sounds. Oh. Uh, I'm trying to learn Chinese. So I told it to talk to me in Mandarin but now I have no idea what my headphones are. Oh, hey, man, like, I get it. It's like, I need to a cheat sheet to know, like, what is battery low. Yeah. <laughs> it like just says shit to me. I have no idea what's happening. I,
0: I tried to put my phone in Mandarin when I was, like, really in the thick of it, and it was oh gosh. Like horrific. It was brutal. <laughs> yeah. I lasted, I lasted like, a couple of weeks, and I actually kind of got a little bit, but it was- Wait, it the was characters? Weird. Are you talking With about characters? Audio? Oh, my With God. characters, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it was a lot of guess and check. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of plug and chug, if you will. How you, you need to like find Google Translate for everything else in the phone. It's kind of no. Circular, I right? mean, you honestly. No, I mean, I'm not talking about like when I go online. Like, I'm not talking about it. Like, you know, translated, you know, whatever forums. Uh, oh, okay. I'm talking about just the phone itself. Thanks. Yes. No. 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 I would not browse, uh, whatever on the internet, okay, okay. Reddit or whatever with chinese translation <laughs> that would be just a dark nightmare no i'm just talking about which honestly you don't even really fuck with like the phone actually yeah. itself very much anyways that's chill that, that you're kind of immersing yourself that's fantastic uh, it's uh it's like uh, anyway it's tough the conversation for another day is very yes tough it is and underappreciated okay <laughs> right, never mind. We're not i don't anymore. really know what that means but how hard well, what, it is. I think it's like not. Oh, 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 oh yes, for sure. For sure. We'll we'll talk Chinese on on a on another pod. Another pod. Well, give let's let's go back. Give me give me a little taste of like a, a college moment that you know you kind of reminisce about every once in a while in a positive way. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be competition-wise, it could just be like bonding with the team or whatever. Coach, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, it's
1: nice. It was like a it's like a very tight team, like this is a I, I don't want to use. I hesitate to use the word cult. It was like very, oh. very
0: tight. Oh, There's you guys would temptation. do like some ritual. You would do some rituals. It was yeah. There were some rituals. Wow! Can you give us? Can you reveal, or is that really oh. like? No, they're very public. There's pictures of them. <laughs> oh no, those were very public.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like we would, uh, for like the outdoor like championships it used to be just the vaulters then some like other kind of like fringe weirdos from some other events joined us like i was saying like vaulters they're like a different animal yeah yeah yeah. yeah. very so then uh we like shaved mohawks
0: oh shit. every every year wow yeah for the what did you say like the, the championships is that like the regional championship that's like all the ivy league schools get together no no it's all the d3 so ivy leagues are d1 Oh, oh, do, oh. This is D3. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, so do we know any of the schools that you competed against? Uh, yeah, so like Williams, uh, Tufts. Yes. States. Okay,
1: States, I got gotcha. you. Um, uh, Amherst. They're like, you know, if you live in New England, you're familiar with all of them. Wow, the Mohawk, man. The Mohawk. Diet
0: pink? Uh, I dyed a blonde one year. There you go. Yeah. Bring it back, man. Cyrus, bring it oh, back, buddy. Yeah. That's, I know you do a lot of Zoom calls. They would just love it. That's, that's true. <laughs> that's tight, man. I like that. That's, I guess, that's kind of a ritual. I, I was kind of thinking more like sacrificial kind of things, but that's, that's pretty good. I guess you're sacrificing the hair. In we some sacrifice way. the hair a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't like, uh, you know, use the hair for like some sort of voodoo doll or anything. Uh, I didn't. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> That's dope, man! Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
1: you like shaved it all the way down, and then you know new growth over the summer. Everybody had a buzz cut
0: over the summer. Did you? Did your school kind of have like a rival uh, program? Uh, I think probably like team wide there was, but like the there were like
1: for vaulters, it was like individuals who were like really strong at other schools. Right, right, right. And and how did
0: a, a couple of vaulters at some other schools that were like really strong that we were like always. You mentioned kind of your your number one guy was kind of creeping up into the 16. So how does that? Were you, was your school quite good? Like when you did your championships, your your vaulting program yeah. was was solid and winning and yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and how guess, you said here's some scale, like 16 would be
1: like kind of average, I think, for a D1 school. If I remember, wow, before. wow, like, like maybe not, maybe just like good enough to be on the team at a D1 school.
0: Yeah. That's excellent. Uh, yeah. What what is, I mean, just kind of for reference, what are kind of modern Olympians doing? Is it like 21 or something? Or
1: uh I think Mondo, this Louisiana Swedish guy, he just set the world record at like 20 foot four ballpark.
0: 20, 20.4. Yeah, 20, wow. yeah, 20 feet four inches. Goodness me, man. So a full four feet bigger than what d1 average is that's that's exceptional yeah i mean like uh, yeah that would be
1: yeah so 16 16 for d3 would be you know like top 10 really good
0: i got you that's dope man and and you kind of i guess through your four years you kind of continued to progress or did you kind of like hit a bar where that was like you know you're at 14 forever or whatever yeah so like the
1: youtube enter youtube and also like this coach you're right very intense and he was like uh kind of like one of the things i learned was like how to be like very studious and like obsessive about Mm. you know like really throw yourself into what you're doing i kind of just like wandered through things and like whatever the last coach told me i just believed him sure but then this new coach was like always you know he he was like reading like the primary documents from like sergey bubka and his coach petrov that's great yeah, Coach Petrov, and you know, like really studying it to the core, and we'd like sit down, and like really analyze the videos, the and body like, mechanics. Yeah, and like how it changed because like Buka was a like was just like a tier better at using fiberglass. I see. Oh, I see. He kind of yeah. excelled at a certain material. Interesting. Like basically, like the first guy to set the world record in fiberglass was like in the sixties. Mm. So fiberglass was like kind of introduced in the sixties, but then people were still like applying old techniques to to the new material.
0: And Luca kind of was like, there's just like a better way to do this. Huh. Is that easily explainable or is it like really nitty gritty? So like basically if you have a stiff pole,
1: it's kind of intuitive. It's like you hold the pole as high as you can, you jump up and you kind of just like pull yourself up and like dump your legs and hips over the bar. Right. And so like when people introduce fiberglass, they started doing the same thing. Uh, and then like they realized like, oh, fiberglass like bends really nicely. Like if you run as fast as you can and kind of like think about like long jumping into a fiberglass pole. If you're watching videos on YouTube, it just like, it bends like almost like 90 degrees. Like yes, thing? looks like a fucking candy cane. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And you kind of, like, can load up a much longer pole with energy, and then it kind of, like, can catapult
0: you. Mm-hmm. And yes. So you kind of get your feet kind of aimed up at the pole and kind of just shoot off, like, a missile a little bit. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Like very hard to do. I couldn't do that.
1: But oh, you, you did not get to that stage? Like, not – yeah, it's, like, very hard to, like, uh, get the, you know, the spring of the pole to, like, push through your – to like really help you out like really get your legs and hips like loaded up straight up on a nice line you know it's it's like easy for the pole to like throw your arms around it's much harder for it to
0: like drag your whole body if that makes sense a little bit and it's absolutely fascinating so so you you know you said you kind of didn't master that technique did you kind of again kind of cap off at a certain level through your career or did you kind of continue to like, like in the mid-15s. Mid-15s, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I it's see. It's like it's respectable.
1: It was like definitely proud of it. But yeah. like the top top athletes can like uh kind of like vault much higher than their poles because the they can recapture the energy that they put into the pole after they like load up with the kind of
0: like the big bend. I see. Yeah. And and on the flip side, so you you know you kind of mentioned the the team aspect really being what you remember most was there again kind of a a dark moment in college. Do you remember a specific competition where you didn't do your best or something or something kind of gnarly happened that um, you you kind of think back and you're like, "Fuck me, Cyrus God, damn it.
1: Uh... Wow. Definitely, definitely some interpersonal team stuff. I'd probably not want to dig
0: into on a podcast. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's <laughs> wild to me because I think, I think if you asked any tennis player, they would be like, oh yeah, man, you know, versus whatever school I was up, you know, a certain score and I fucked up and choked it. Like every tennis player has like yeah. a, a sport moment where it's just like, uh, they will never live it down. Yeah, I definitely have one of those. Now when you phrase it like that, give me, give me some, give me a little. If She's it's, like, you know, no, no, it's like a
1: championship, and I was like expecting to go like a certain height, and I like fell a little bit short, and you know, it always always sucks.
0: So like you, you kind of got up. It was up like close. my senior,
1: like my last meet of my senior year, basically. Oh, yeah, and you always want to do your best on that meet, and like this is like really wanting to, you know, qualify for the next tier of competition. Sure.
0: And this, so senior year, you were kind of like third or fourth in the pecking order of your team, or uh, think about pole vault tracks a lot of like head cases.
1: Like you're gonna like give somebody a fiberglass pole that's like you know 14 to 15 feet long and tell them like I need you to run as fast as you can and stick this in a box and get catapulted. Uh, it's wild. It's like, uh, f- for some people, it's like very hard to do that consistently.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So there's a guy in my team, a really good friend of mine who was extremely inconsistent. And like oh, to the point it. that he got a sports psychologist. Oh, buddy. And he was much better pole vaulter than me when he was on. Right. But I'd say like two out of three meets, he would no height. Oh, buddy. I like he couldn't clear his opening height. Kind of has what? the yip, the yips a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and oh, it's boy. actually pretty
0: common. It happens like at the, sure. the level too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I remember some specific tennis moments where my hand would literally be shaking with the racket, yeah. you know? Can't yeah. do shit with a shaky hand. Yeah. So nerves are a real deal. And that's honestly, you know what? Good on him for seeking a little help. And that's, that's chill. I like that. Yeah. So, so I guess with, with what you're saying with the kind of so, psychology and performance, like the tier, you know, it's yeah. kind of variable. Yeah. These two guys, yeah. They were better than me mm. when they were on their game, but they're yeah. Would you go into a championship with like your coach listing? Number one, Greg, number two, Cyrus, like is it tiered or is it like, these are my five pole vaulters?
1: Uh you just submit everybody and it's based on your past
0: performance. Oh, you do you do get ranked though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. I got it. But it's you. not subjective. It's not like right. right. Tennis is definitely subjective ranking. I'm yeah, with yeah. you. That's oh man, that's tough though. Last meet as a senior and you don't get to where you want to be. Yeah. Mm. If you don't, yeah, you don't do your best and
1: yeah. Kind of like get in your own head a little bit and you feel, yeah. Actually, For that sure. guy. Ben, the one who had who could had the yips, the yips guy. Yeah, he actually. I was like uh, working on like getting my technique better, and I had like my favorite pole picked out because you, you use a family of poles. Gotcha. So like you maybe you have a conservative pole that's like a little bit shorter, a little bit more forgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, then like when you're like feeling hot, you can like pick up a bigger pole. I dig and it. Like I had like my sweet spot pole, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like clear. My PR on this poll. And Damn. Broke it.
0: Oh, no. In the middle of the competition. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. What'd you say this fucker's name is? He, he's a really good friend of mine, but his name's Ben.
1: Ben. Yeah. Ben. And he, he obviously, he, it's not like he, like... Out of mouth, mall- he didn't take like a razor blade and just start like cutting it. <laughs> <laughs> he was also vaulting with the pole, and sometimes freak things happen and it just worked. Sure. was like, he he's- okay? Yeah, yeah, he was fine. I mean, <laughs> mentally he was like fucked, but like physically he was fine.
0: Oh man. Oh, did that did that like dump his his competition as well? Like he was I, toast. Honestly, I was so absorbed with myself, yeah. I do not remember <laughs> what happened to him. <laughs> That's totally fair. God. Sure damn it dude mid-competition mid-competition it broke the pole see in tennis we would always have i mean but you're talking about you have a family of poles we would always have like multiples of the exact same racket but you would only yeah. have one of your favorite pole yeah if i'm being honest maybe a little bit on on you guys for only bringing one i know it's now. an expensive hobby. There's so many poles. How much? So you mentioned kind of four or 500. Is that what we're talking about for these like really coll- collegiate level poles for hey, 500
1: folks? This, this one was fiberglass. I don't, I'm sorry. This one was carbon fiber. I don't know how much. I think a carbon fiber pole is more.
0: That's but, okay. It's all good. You don't have to, to dive in too deep. No, nah, I want to know.
1: Okay. Maybe I can ask a chat GDP how much. God damn. About.
0: He broke a carbon fiber pole. That is nasty. It's just a clean, just snaps. Goodness me, man. That is that is wild. And, and yeah. this was like, that. that's fascinating that you guys are, you know, competing at the same heights and you're sharing polls together. But in some ways, like you mentioned, it's not really a team effort, right? Like in some ways you're trying to beat Ben at this championship, right? Yeah, absolutely and you you choose to share the pole though of course yeah yeah. interesting um camaraderie there Hmm. wow man that is a really dark moment so you had to go to pole backup pole plan b my plan i like stepped up a pole and it was like
1: i Uh I had the jitters and it was like too too much it was too stiff And And, and did
0: you 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 missed the next three vaults like you were done yeah yeah. Wow, man. I think it's my like last one or something. Oh, buddy.
1: Yeah. Oh, a, buddy. A spirit carbon fiber pole as yeah. low as 475.
0: Okay. Not too bad.
1: Oh, but for a 15 foot pole. Yeah. Oh god.
0: Oh. Let me pick my, my, my 830, 830 bucks. That's that's a decent amount of change for sure. Yeah. In comparison, a high quality tennis racket would run about 225 or so, 250. Yeah. Wow, 8.30. Now, well, that's fair that you wouldn't have to. At the same time. And you don't plan on the breakings. You, you want to have like a variety. It's like, oh, I'm feeling. Yeah. Oh, are like,
1: you are I you only like, allowed like four poles? You can, you're allowed as many as you're willing to carry. But it's like. <laughs> right. It's like, If you have a team of like, you know, like six men and like six women. Yeah. You're, you don't want to carry like. 20 polls like across state lines it's kind that's of fair
0: but at the same time you know you think about mit you're paying whatever fifty thousand yeah. dollars a year or whatever it is i don't even know how ungodly expensive it was you can't you can't you know chip in another 800 bucks for a second poll not to <laughs> i'm not trying to rag on you man i'm sorry damn. but God- damn <laughs> I'm just saying, it seems a little bit inconsequential. But dude, that's that's a tough. Hey, man, again, appreciate you opening up about that and reliving that PTSD. You know, good a good athlete can adapt, right? Well, damn, did you just like self burn? (laughs) -burn (laughs) We do say in tennis. I mean, you know, we're talking about just like pickup sport, but you should basically be able to play tennis. You know, maybe not to perfection, but that's the thing, like. It, that's the difficulty I guess about pole vaulting that it's like it's straight up fail or succeed there is no like you know hitting a decent serve or hitting like a great serve it's like you get your ass over that pole or, I mean the crossbar or you don't it's very by bi- uh, whatever that's you know yeah binary yes it's very binary so yeah. that's different you can't you can't pick up a shit pole and kind of you know think to yourself okay I'll be a little less good but i'll still be able to play you you just can't get over 13 and a half or whatever or 15 or whatever it is Yeah, you can shoot for like a lower crossbar right that's it oh man that's that's really tough well man thank you again um so so you know that kind of brings through your college days and and i guess after that you know is it is it still part of your life or, or kind of what is it at that point it was like it was done i have no access I have, you know, maybe not very much interest. I guess, you know, it's like hard on the body, right? Like, yeah, it's
1: not. It's it can be like some people like it's such a big part of your life, you know. Yeah, you're doing it like two hours a day for eight years. It's like a big part of your life,
0: that is kind of a shame in a lot of ways that it's not in any way a forever sport. You know, like yeah. tennis or golf. You know, you learn it, and and you know, even if you kind of. Don't play for a couple of years. You can always just hop onto the court with a buddy and get something done. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, that's kind of a little sad in a way that, like, you know, it's so intense. It's it's a two hour training every day, competitions you bond. And then after college, it's just like, it's not part of my life anymore. Yeah. Maybe, maybe when you're watching the Olympics, you still maybe kind of tune in a little bit. But yeah. Oh, wow
1: some people will kind of like try to drag out the glory days a little bit but it's, yeah it, it ends it ends before your 30th birthday for sure <laughs> that's that's totally maybe you could like get I, out there like a heavy pizza today my body's like destroyed <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's that's fair man that's fair maybe you could get out there and kind of hop over like a, a nine foot crossbar sometime you know yeah maybe maybe but why that's a, that's a great call maybe that's more sad <laughs> than it is uh I mean, happy maybe i'll like coach <laughs> maybe i'll coach somebody there you go there you go, go. oh man find
1: some local high school and
0: middle school and teach some kids yeah it's
1: your sport that
0: they'll end up paying themselves for doing so so we talk kind of um organized ouch that you kind of talk organized competition with your schools you did you ever do any like um personal like tournament or whatever is there even such a thing like some sort of like private uh, competition. There's like a little bit, but it's not really. I see
1: much to speak of. Like some people try to, there's like always a yearning, like when you care so much about a thing to like, make it kind of like a fun social kind of activity, but it's like right. always such a force fit.
0: Ah, that's tough. That's tough you know to hear. I mean? yeah. yeah, no, I definitely do. Uh, well, it was, it, again, it was just absolutely fascinating to hear about something that is so alien to a lot of people. It's one of those things that like, Again, we know it exists, like it happens at high schools around America, but it's it's one of those things that you just, you know, like, like you said, when you think track, you think about running fast or whatever, you might think about like long jump or something, but pole vault is just so absurd in some ways yeah. that, that hearing kind of your story about it was, was really fascinating, man. We really appreciate it. Um, and as we talked about Cyrus, we'd love to have you on the pod more often, man. It was a lot of fun. We can talk hobbies or or goodies and uh you have a great voice for it, Cyrus. It's it's a good fit for you. Stop. I'm (laughs) I'm gonna blush. Nobody listening knows, but I'm blushing right now. Hey man, it was great to see you again. It's been too long. Um, you know, I I don't know if we'll be able to catch up over Christmas, but uh hopefully we'll meet up down the road and uh we'll we'll talk uh you know online. I hope we cross paths during Christmas. You're gonna fly through Atlanta, right? I mean, I'm going to fly through Atlanta with two young kids and a and a wife who doesn't, you know, doesn't give a fuck about about chilling, you know, (laughs) you know, maybe maybe we'll try to make it work. Yes, maybe. Maybe maybe we'll try. I'll try to work some magic, but it'll be tough. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right, man. Hey, it was great seeing you and uh, and take care. It was a great talking to you, Nick. I'm glad
1: we got to spend some time together. Bye-bye. night.